You are now listening to Straight Facts, only on Big Gold Belt Media, with your host, Celis. Happy Sunday, happy Sunday, good family. It's your boy, Silly Celis, here on the Straight Facts with Celis show on behalf of Big Gold Belt Media. Uh, we are in between weeks of the Super Bowl. We had our AFC and NFC Championship games that took place last week. That saw the Philadelphia Eagles dominate the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs pull out a sneaker against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, of course, uh, my title is, you know, having a black history moment where this Super Bowl is going to be the first time that we have two African-American uh, quarterbacks competing, into, competing against each other in the Super Bowl. So that's an historic moment as we are in uh, February, which is also known as Black History Month, which I want to talk about a little bit in depth uh, in a moment. Just for some quick recap, uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles over the San Francisco 49ers, uh, the first drive of Philly was just very tough. They came out, uh, got a couple of fourth down conversions, even though one may have been overturned with an incomplete pass if it was challenged by San Francisco, and it went up 7-0. Very first drive for the 49ers, Brock Purdy got hurt, um, and that really changed the dynamics of the game. It did become 7-7 in the second quarter. Uh, Philly went up and scored again to make it 14-7, and Josh Johnson the fourth quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers got a concussion in which the game got out of hand from there. Um, so the game ended up being 31-7. Uh, Jalen Hurts, a solid game, didn't over overbearing it, but the running game for the Eagles just dominated the 49ers defense. When the 49ers couldn't even throw the ball, it was just run, 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 and kick over, turnover on down. It's not turnover down, rather, but punting on fourth down. It just gave Philadelphia too many opportunities, and the injuries came uh, with the 49ers at the wrong time. On the other side, we had the Chiefs and Bengals. Chiefs started out early. You saw the Bengals making a comeback, and you thought the Bengals, are they going to do it again and go in overtime? But a huge rough of the passer penalty, uh, which was a huge 15-yard penalty that gave Harrison Bucker a chance to win it in regulation, and he did. And now you have it where the Chiefs are in their fourth Super Bowl, I think, in the last five years. And now Philadelphia can win their second Super Bowl I think in the last five to six years. So it should be a very entertaining game. I'm going to try to save my prediction for next week because I want a chance to talk about uh, the black quarterbacks today. Once again, talking about Black History Month, this is where we acknowledge a lot of things that come in our history where it determines to see like, you know, famous persons or events that took place that we honor in black history. And we have Jalen Hurts, who is an epitome of a coach's son, had a great career at Alabama, then Oklahoma, drafted in the second round. And he's just a pure winner ever since he took the reins as starter in Philadelphia and got his team in the Super Bowl. This team has been dominant. Uh, shout out to Nick Sirianni, who's prepared in this team. And uh, High Rosen has made some big moves to get A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith's coming on. Uh, Jason Kelsey, uh, a very dominant center. Um, but, but just shout out to Jalen Hurts, who's just been so dominant and just smooth in how he's running this offense. You saw a little bit last year. They could not take it up to last year like they wanted to, but that, they got it this year. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes, high ankle spring against the Jaguars and just gutted it out against the Jaguars and also against the Bengals, still hurting, but is pu pushing to show why he is one of the best quarterbacks to get into another Super Bowl to see if they can win it this time. So once again, just shout out to those two. As we go back to history, though, um, there's only been seven black quarterbacks that started the Super Bowl. 
Started with Doug Williams in 1987 for then the Washington Redskins, and he actually did win. Um, so Doug Williams, and I think he was a backup at the time. Uh, this is one of the things that my dad saved for me where I had Doug Williams on a Wheaties box. Um, and I haven't opened that Wheaties box since 1988 when it came out. Uh, so that series is probably very old inside. But just the fact of him being the first black Super Bowl uh, champion to start a quarterback, um, which was very important. Then you got Steve McNair in 1999, which was a very close game and loss. Donovan McNabb in 2004, unfortunately he lost. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, excuse me, Colin Kaepernick. I'm a 49er fan. I can't even say his name right. In 2012, lost to the Ravens. Uh, Seattle's Russell Wilson, who dominated the Broncos in 2013, uh, but then lost the Patriots in 2014. Cam Newton started in 2015. He lost to the Broncos in Santa Clara. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes in 2019-2020. So let me fact correct myself. This is the third Super Bowl that the Chiefs has gone in the last four years, three in the last four. Um, and Mahomes won against the 49ers, but then lost against the Buccaneers. So now you have your first time where you have two black quarterbacks starting against each other. Another time where you had two first of African-American culture that started was, I think, the 2006 Super Bowl between the Colts and the Bears, where you had Lovey Smith, the coach of the Bears, against Tony Dungy, the coach of the Colts, who faced off in the Super Bowl, which was a decent Super Bowl won by the Colts. So this is just fantastic to see when you talk about black coaches getting opportunities in the NFL, black quarterbacks starting now in the NFL, where you see more and more black quarterbacks on college football trying to see how does that transcend into uh, the game now? Um, because for a long time, maybe in the last 10 years, you see a lot of black quarterbacks that start and dominate in college, but it doesn't transcend over to the NFL. Uh, think of the ones like a Jameis Winston, a EJ Manuel, or just a couple of Florida State quarterbacks that went first round. Um, they haven't really panned out or got a chance to go deep in their systems. Of course, you have Michael Vick, which was great during the time during that 2004 era. Um, but then he got in trouble, got a chance to redeem himself and come back in Philadelphia and then had a nice longevity career. Um, but you just have so many black quarterbacks that are there. Um, even in this upcoming draft, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, um, are they going to be able to stand what they need to do and, and move on? C.J. Stroud, are they going to be able to do what they need to do to become those first-round quarterbacks that can dominate in the NFL? Are uh, they going to get that opportunity? Uh, even for the 49ers with Josh Johnson before he got hurt, he's been in the league about 16, 17 years. Journeyman on so many different teams. If he would have won, would he become a starting quarterback uh, if it would have took place during that time? So this is a very rarity that even though some of our top college quarterbacks in college, you know, do they paint out in the NFL and can they get their team up? Now, Kyler Murray wants to get another one. Can he get his team um to the next level of the Arizona Cardinals if he heals back from his ACL injury. So this is a moment that we have to really appreciate because out of 57 Super Bowls, this is the first time this happened. Oh, excuse me. And I know when we do with different things that come into the world, um, is it going to be another 57 years where this happens again? And once again, in 57 years, we only had two black head coaches come up and face each other in the Super Bowl. Is it going to be another 57 years before we do that? Uh, D'Amico Ryans is a head coach of the Houston Texans now from the 49ers. Is he going to have an opportunity to not only draft a black quarterback, can he draft a black quarterback and then proceed to make that team up to the Super Bowl? Uh, shout out to my friend Ben Roscoe, um, who if he was still living, he would love this. A hometown kid, not a hometown kid per se, but somebody that came up through the Texans organization, played a lot of years with the Texans and now becomes their head coach. That's a match made in heaven. 
Um, so what are we going to do? So what do I expect to see in this game from the quarterbacks alone? I'm not doing the Super Bowl preview from the quarterbacks. I expect it to be a shootout. I expect both defenses to struggle because Patrick Mahomes is very good in doing what he does with the weapons he has on offense, as well as Jalen Hurts doing what he does with the weapons on offense. And not only with Jalen Hurts in the air, he's going to do it on the ground too. Now, he's not the type of traditional scrambling quarterback that some people may coin black quarterbacks with, but he scrambles when he has to. He likes to throw the ball in the air. Now, they are designed runs for him, but he's not a scrambler. He likes to stay in that pocket and, and throw that rock to whatever he needs to do downfield. Um, and then having a chance where one of our black quarterbacks can be uh, a Super Bowl MVP. Um, just a great to see an opportunity, and I hope the media capitalizes on it. I hope the advertisements capitalize on it to see what they're going to do just for supporting African-American quarterbacks. Um, in addition to what I saw last night for the Detroit Pistons-Phoenix Suns game, I really thought the Detroit Pistons did a great job of acknowledging HBCU night or HBCU Heritage Night, which you had the Divine Nine represented. Somebody that sung the national anthem was an AKA, um, got a chance to have kids out there represent different HBCU organizations and, and, and shirts and things of that nature. The Detroit Pistons wore HBCU awareness warm-up shirts. Um, I'm really liking to see how Black culture is being emphasized, but let's continue to do it outside of the month of February. But why not in the month of February where you have your biggest game in the world, Spotlight 2, Black quarterbacks and Patrick Mahomes the second and Jalen Hurts. So once again, I just wanted to just take this little uh, deep dive of what 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 it means for the culture, what it means for the NFL to have this, and hopefully this will set the tone where you have more African American coaches facing against each other or more African American quarterbacks facing against each other. Let me say this: if you're a white, black, Native American, whatever the situation is, if you're good, you're good. But it's just always good to see uh, opportunity that comes through where it's a rarity, an underdog story of two African-American quarterbacks being in the Super Bowl. And I wish them the best of luck. So until next time, guys, I'll, I'll see what we got on the next content and our Super Bowl preview. We're going to be talking about the All-Star games coming up, college basketball, March Madness is coming up next week. Pitchers and catchers are coming soon in baseball. And maybe we'll bring on Giant Crab Jamal back to see if we can do a baseball preview uh, for this year. But until then, it's your boy, Silly Sellis. I'll see you next time.